Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It's Super Bowl week. It's Super Bowl week. Bickley and Murata, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Media Row. Good morning, Valley sports fans. Welcome to a holy bleep Thursday in the Valley. (laughs) If you are driving into work or driving wherever you are going, you have already heard the news that Kevin Durant is coming to Phoenix. And think of this, Vinny. There are people sleeping right now who still don't know. A few hours ago, I was one of those people. We all were. I flipped the TV on, Vic. I could see out of my weary eyes the word Suns on the crawl. They were showing the replay of the Clippers-Mavs game from last night, and I see Suns, and I was uh-huh. like, what? What, 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 what about the wait, Suns? Wait, wait, what, what about the Suns? And then it disappeared, and yeah. I was like, uh, let me yeah. close my yeah. eyes again for a second. Yeah. Then I reached for my phone. Yeah. What a the, day this the, is the going to be. The text from my kids. Yeah. <laughs> what a day this is going to be. What a jolt of news. Exactly. Not just what this basketball team needs in the opinion of many people, but what this sports town needs. We have got something big and 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 bold. And watch out, NBA. Look, it doesn't get bigger or no, bolder than this. No, it really mm-hmm. doesn't. So this is this is nothing anybody expected. You and I attended the Matt Ishbia press conference yesterday, and I walked away from that thing quite literally thinking, okay, you know what? This failed attempt at Kyrie Irving, maybe it's best just to back off and roll with the hand you got, mm-hmm. see what you can get out of this crew. Maybe they're bonding back together and we don't maybe, even know it. Maybe. Right? <laughs> you, know, you know what's hilarious? If they would have taken that CP3 trade, the Suns could have had KD and Kyrie. Hmm. That would have been not so hilarious. <laughs> I, I thought about that. I, I, I mean, I don't know if both deals would have been possible separately. Maybe it was a big deal that could have come together. But again, I'm... I, I'm still. I'm very, no, very is, glad. Even yeah. more glad today that the Kyrie Irving deal well, did not come to fruition. Well, listen, and, and again, we're going to get all into this. Quite obviously, it is the story of the day. Vinny and I are going to set a record for broadcasting at the Super Bowl and never talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> we really, quite literally, are going to set a broadcasting record. Don't, don't tell the NFL. Well, people. you know what's great about it? you know what's good about this is all these other people who are here around us. People spent money to send them here, mm-hmm. so they feel like they have to talk football. That's people true. from Philadelphia, they don't really care. Kevin Durant's in Phoenix. No, 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 no. It's on. Hold. They got a football team at ba- the Super yeah. Bowl. Basketball's on hold for them until until Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, not for us. So yeah. let's get this party started. Start the show, Ferret. The Splash. Splash. The stories making waves in the sports world. The Splash. Cannonball. Cannonball coming. Cannonball coming. The Splash. Brought to you by Presidential Pools, Arizona's number one pool builder. See why at presidentialpools.com. Yeah, talk about your earth-shattering overnight news. Many of you waking up to it. Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. News breaking overnight that the 13-time All-Star is heading to Phoenix along with forward T.J. Warren. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Tony Buckets. Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. Four unprotected future first-round picks headed to the Nets. Those picks will be in 2023, 2025, 2027, and 2029. The teams will swap first-round picks in 2028. Uh, Durant of the Valley Talk started last June when he requested a trade out of Brooklyn, named Phoenix as his preferred destination. Nothing progressed, but here we are. 
eight months later. Durant averaging close to 30 points per game this season, but has missed the last 14 games with a knee injury. Last played on January 8th. So it'll be a little bit of time before yeah. we see Kevin Durant. Matter. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Doesn't matter. When do the playoffs start? Uh, April. Will he be ready then? Sure. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Yesterday, the Valley was introduced to Matt Ishbia. Talk about a big day for the Suns. Holy moly. Uh-huh. Uh, the new owner of the Suns and Mercury, uh, he uh, talked about his plans. And the, the part that stuck out to me was, I'm not making any big changes right away. And you'll know about them, and you'll hear them from me. I don't think he was talking about uh, the player personnel. There were a lot of contradictions coming out of Matt Ishby yesterday. It was well-intended, but a lot of contradictions. Another deal going down in the NBA. Uh, Lakers, T-Wolves, and Jazz finalizing a three-team trade. Russell Westbrook on his way to Utah, along with Juan Toscano-Anderson and Damian Jones, along with a 2027 first-round pick. D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt to the Lakers. Mike Conley and Nikhil Alexander-Walker to uh, Minnesota. We're not going to focus on it a lot, but we can touch on it right here. I like this deal. Even with D'Angelo Russell included in it, I like the deal for the Lakers. Okay. They get off of Russell Westbrook. Well, I mean, yeah, that's uh, yeah addition by subtraction. Yeah. Can I make another prediction? Okay. Russell Westbrook to the Suns in a buyout. Oh. Yeah, after he gets bought out in Utah. Wow. No? No, thank you. Way to kill the mood, Vinny. (laughs) No, thank you. Hey, they got some roster spots they need to fill. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. uh, We got a glimpse of Devin Booker on Tuesday night in Brooklyn. He returned from a 21-game absence due to a groin injury, but we won't see him tonight in the Suns game at Atlanta due to everyone's favorite 2023 NBA catchphrase, injury management. Uh, Booker had 19 points in that game. Uh, Said he felt great. Should be back tomorrow in a back-to-back. But tonight they've got the Atlanta Hawks 27-28 and 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 1-2 since uh, beating up on the Suns last week by 32 points in Phoenix. Tip-off tonight, 5.30. Pre-game coverage starts at 5 on the Arizona Sports app and ESPN 620. Kyrie Irving made his Dallas debut last night, led the Mavs to a 110-104 win in L.A. over the Clippers. He had 24 points and 5 assists. Adam Schefter of ESPN reported yesterday that the Cardinals will not hire a new head coach until after Super Bowl 57 next week. Kind of uh, confirming the rumblings we had heard. Search reportedly still down yeah. to two finalists. To which MJ tweeted out, old news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lou Anarumo and Mike Kafka. Kafka apparently had a second interview on Tuesday. Anarumo will interview again, according to reports tomorrow. Cardinals and Colts, the only teams without a uh, coach currently. And a reminder that Cliff Kingsbury was let go by the team on January 9th. One month ago today. Yeah, it was quite some time ago, wasn't it? Some Cardinals assistants are uh, heading out. Marcus Robertson, who was the DB's coach for four years on Kingsbury staff, headed to New Orleans in the same capacity. Cornerbacks coach Greg Williams heading to Green Bay to join Matt LaFleur's staff. It's also opening round action this morning. Waste Management Phoenix Open at Let's TPC go. Scottsdale. Scotty Scheffler, the defending champion, he'll tee off in a group with Tom Kim and Victor Hovland at 255. Really good group going off uh, at number 10 at 9.48 this morning. Rory McIlroy, Hideki Matsuyama, and Colin Morikawa. And they'll be followed immediately by Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, and Jordan Spieth at 9.59. Oh, this is a good good pairing. But you know what? There's going to be good pairings throughout the entire field because this is an elevated status event. First of all, I wonder what the over-under for how many times, dude, did you hear we got Durant, (laughs) is said today on the golf course. Yeah, take the over. Whatever that number is, take take the the over. over. Okay. Secondly, I bounced out there yesterday after we left the Matt Ishbia press conference. The place was teeming with people on a pro-am. 
it's going to be insane. So if you are going to the golf tournament, leave yesterday. Is this weekend the return of Lit City? I'm not going there anymore. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, no more. Not until it happens. That's okay. my new rule. Gotcha. No, nothing more. No more foreshadowing. No more hoping. No more naming eras. Yeah. No, no more guard no, you. No hype. Nothing. Nothing. Why'd you pick on guard you, Sarah? Because it's the exact same thing. <laughs> College well, basketball tonight. Speaking of guard you, the Arizona State Sun Devils on the road in Palo Alto to face the Stanford Cardinal at Maples Pavilion. Devils split their home games last week against Oregon. They need wins desperately to bolster their NCAA tournament resume. They faced Stanford earlier this year in Tempe and won by four. It's an 8 o'clock tip. Pre-game coverage starts at 7.30. That's on the Arizona Sports app in 98.7. Fourth-ranked Arizona also on the road in Berkeley against the Cal Golden Bears. That's a 9 o'clock tip on Pac-12 Network. And last night, GCU top New Mexico State 78-67. to There you go. There's your splash. Yeah. We Buckle gotta, up for some basketball, we folks. We've got to get into the biggest story to hit Phoenix in a very, uh-huh. very long time. I'm Kevin ready. Durant is a Phoenix son. We tackle it next. Bickley and Murata mornings live from Media Road, Super Bowl 57. Our coverage brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings with Canvas Annuity. Back after this on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Media Row. After the Kyrie Irving trade last week, the conversations between Kevin Durant and Joe Sy, the owner in Brooklyn, Sean Marks, their GM, you know, they started to move toward the idea that if there was a deal that could be done in Phoenix, that Kevin Durant would certainly be open to it, and, and I think even eager for it. And Matt Ishbia, the new owner in Phoenix, who just was approved last week, he wanted to get Kevin Durant. And they tried to do this deal without Mikel Bridges. That wasn't going to happen. And there was back and forth yesterday, and then tonight. And there was a thought tonight that maybe they would carry this conversation over to tomorrow. The Suns were looking at some other trades out in the marketplace. Uh, but what got it done, Mikel Bridges in this deal, four unprotected first-round picks, a pick swap, uh, all going back uh, to the Nets uh, for Kevin Durant. And uh, just a remarkable, uh, remarkable deal for the Suns. Now they pair Kevin Durant with uh, Devin Booker and certainly Chris Paul. And this is a team uh, in the desert that certainly is going to have some immediate championship aspirations. That's a part of the analysis from the guy who broke the story last night, Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN. Kevin Durant headed to the Phoenix Suns, and it cost him a pretty penny. There's no doubt about oh, it. Yeah. The yeah. Suns gave up a lot to make this happen, but oh. this is what teams that are chasing championships do. Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four unprotected first-round picks and a pick swap. But, yeah, let's not bury the lead here. The Suns are going for it. This is championship or bust right now yeah. in this season. But Kevin Durant also has three years left on his contract, Bick. So the pairing moving forward of Devin Booker and Kevin Durant right. keeps the Suns at the forefront of the league for the next three years. And what's even more shocking about this is after the Suns went and made a, an attempt to get Kyrie and that didn't happen, and after Chris Paul's name was leaked as part of the trade package... 
and after the Suns played a uh, a very together like basketball game in their most recent outing, maybe their most complete team outing in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a feeling internally that maybe this team is getting their mojo back. Um, there were reports from people that after the game there was a camaraderie between Suns players that was was reminiscent of the last couple of years that wasn't always there this year. Mm-hmm. And so the feeling was, and I, I bought into this yet late ye- yesterday afternoon, as late as I filed my column on Matt Ishbia, that maybe this team is going to recommit to itself. Maybe this broken brotherhood is going to rally around something new, and that would be all the business of the NBA that has gotten in their way. And it might have been true. And for this to happen right after that is stunning. Now, my guy out on the East Coast texted me literally minutes ago and echoed what Woj just said, that this was really pushed by Matt Ishbia. This was really pushed in terms of get it done. Yeah, I mean... It certainly seems that way. I've this is out of character for James Jones as as the president of basketball operations. This deal, let's let's be honest about it. It uh-huh. could have been made last July. I know. That's what's so funny about it. We are sitting here acting so surprised, and yet we talked about this very occurrence months ago. Yes. That right around the trade point, deadline, we might be talking about Kevin Durant coming to Phoenix, and yet this is the most shocking thing we've all experienced, yes. and, even though we talked about it. And Sarah's right. Bridges was a sticking point last yeah. summer, and apparently right. was right. the stickiest point in, in getting there this deal go. done. There it you makes go. perfect sense. Mikel Bridges is playing his best basketball of his career. And that's saying something because he's a really good player. Yeah. And I know what a lot of the reaction is around Phoenix. There's a lot of people that are sad. There's people that are mad. There's people that don't like Kevin Durant. No. Uh, you, you have to get over those feelings. If you are in the interest of the Phoenix Suns winning a championship, these are the moves you have to make. Okay, I'm going to say something real profound here. You ready for this? Mm. I, might, I might be stealing this from somebody. I don't know. Okay. Don't cry that Mikhail's leaving. Smile because we had him. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? Was that from a Hallmark card? <laughs> it's really how I feel about Mikhail Bridges, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm sad he's gone, too, but I am too. I'm sorry. I'm doing this now. But you know what? Silver lining. He gets to stay with Cam Johnson. The two of them together. The twins remain the twins. The twins remain twins. Yeah, they get to wear like, the same uniform Is this like Mark Keith and Marcus now? The Morris twins? <laughs> Are they the modern-day Morai? We have a uh, sound from, this is from Media Day. Because that was one of the big stories, too, is all the Suns reacting not only to the Robert Sarver news, but reacting to all the rumors that took place over the summer. Mikel Bridges talked about it in September, being part of those rumors. Yeah, that was the African. <laughs> kind of did forget about that whole Brooklyn situation this whole summer. Um, I don't know. I was just, you know, you know me. Like, I don't want to ever leave here. You know, this is like new home and... I'm here so much, I don't even want to go back home because I just want to stay here every day. But um, like I said, like, you know, like it's part of the business. So I just just sit in there and just keep doing what I'm doing every day. And whatever happens, happens. Um, still just blessed and grateful every day. So 
But no, I definitely didn't want to. Definitely didn't want to leave here. Yeah, I'm a little bit more sad now. <laughs> but again, yeah, no, it is sad. There, there's no doubt. He, he was a once in a lifetime kind of guy. Just the way he. I mean, he. You know how big I am in authenticity. He's at the top of the charts. Yes, and that was a guy who didn't really have much reason to be excited to be here. He was drafted by his hometown team mm-hmm. and dealt to the Phoenix Suns, who yep. were a miserable organization yep. when he got to town. Yep. Right. And he embraced it. Yeah. But again, for everybody that's feeling sad, the Phoenix Suns just acquired one of the top 12 basketball players that's ever walked the face yes. of the earth. Yes. And and it's funny because for all the clucking that was coming out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area about, oh, just wait till you have to deal with our isolation ball and Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. <laughs> Okay, hold this beer, Dallas. Here's Devin Booker there. There's KD there. Here's Chris Paul choosing. Who do I want to pass to? And there's DA down low. A lot of people were surprised that DeAndre Ayton wasn't part of this. Um, my guy also said the Nets didn't want him. No, look, they were really happy with Nick Claxton, what he's becoming at center. And I know even this week people were saying, oh, it, it, uh-huh. throw Ayton in, right. into a deal for Durant. I, and no, there wasn't. There wouldn't have been interest there. No, not at the money he's it, making. It would have been a repetitive exactly. player. No. Exactly. Right. Uh, about that Kyrie Irving guy, he played uh, his first game for Dallas last night and then got asked about uh, his former teammate moving to the West along with him. Well, it's not the first time we'll be uh, competi- in competition as brothers. Uh, you know, I'm just praying for his happiness and praying for his well-being. Uh, we had a lot of conversations throughout the year of, um, you know, what our futures were going to look like. There was still a level of uncertainty. Uh, but we just cared about seeing each other be places that uh, we can thrive. And whether that be together or whether that be apart, there's never been one moment where I felt like um, he's been angry at me for decisions I've made or I've been angry at him. Um, we've just tried to understand each other a lot better and um, grow as human beings, grow as brothers. Um, you know, his business changes so quickly. Um, he's getting a little bit older. I'm getting a little bit older. I just love the competition now that we can be in the same conference, and, and I welcome all that. You know, get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more, and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else in, in between, I, I just am glad that uh, he got out of there. Yeah, you thought there was heat between the, the Mavs and Suns before, and if a potential playoff matchup, oh. a rematch of last year, and then you my add goodness. those two ingredients oh, into the mix? my goodness. Can you imagine? I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I honestly did think this going in this morning. Do you know how sweet revenge would be eliminating the Mavericks from the playoffs? I actually had that thought. I'm like, i got to back up. I've really got to slow down here a little bit. But this is where my mind is going here, man. It's nuts. It, it's Look, there was a time when you and I, quite honestly, discussed whether or not we really wanted Kevin Durant. Even though our, our, our heads were saying, yeah, definitely, we started thinking, okay, really, the drama, yeah, nah. today... I don't feel that way at all, and I don't feel that way because of the drama we've seen with the Suns and because of the drama we've seen with the Cardinals. Because yes. we know these windows are up, and then boom, they're down. Exactly. This is assurance yeah. that Matt Ishbia and James Jones and whoever else are going for it. Maybe it doesn't yeah. work out, but you know that they will have tried. Right. Yeah, because this increases the luxury tax bill, too. It doubles it. It's like $68 million now. Kellen asked that question yesterday, and Matt Ishbia put on his poker face and said, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see about those right. kind of things. Hours later, they engineer this trade. The biggest trade in the history of the Phoenix Suns, with all due respect to Charles Barkley. Because of what they gave up. The Suns fleeced the Philadelphia 76ers in 1992. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yes. Uh, but but wouldn't isn't Mikhail Bridges just like Jeff Hornacek back then? I mean, you're the proof. You you could answer this. Both very popular players, very good players, but they didn't. Well, it's that, definitely up there. It, Cam, Cam is, jo- Tim yeah. Perry's no Cam Johnson. <laughs> Cam. I, hope Tim I can't believe we can't oh, do that anymore. Cam Johnson. Oh, I can't believe we can't. Cam. I, let's do it one more time as a show. Cam. Cam. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, a lot of emotions to sort through today. Wow. But uh, we'll we'll try to do it for the next uh, four hours. Listen for your name every day this week for your chance to win tickets to Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Text the word Super to six twenty six twenty to get registered, and then listen for your name when you hear your name called on the air. Call within the time frame, and you could be headed to Super Bowl Fifty Seven and win tickets to the FanDuel Party, Bud Light Music Fest, and Super Bowl experience again. Get entered at uh, texting super to 620-620. We'll continue to sort through those emotions of Kevin Durant coming to Phoenix as a member of the Suns. It's championship or bust here in the Valley. Uh, It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Meteor Row. I think this team kind of challenges those 2017, 2018, 2019 Golden State Warrior teams as it relates to talent. Devin Booker, he always one of the realest two guards in the league. CB3, you can say he's he gets older and he might get injured later in the season. That's the thing. But like, but I like him orchestrating this team with DeAndre Ayton. They still have to find. I mean, they have Torrey Craig who played. He's stepping in, giving them great minutes right now. They're absolutely loaded. That's Jay Williams of uh, ESPN Radio this morning. Mm-hmm. Their reaction to the news yeah. that happened overnight. If you're just joining us, yeah, it's a it's a reality. All those photoshops you've seen for the last eight months or so of Kevin Durant <laughs> wearing a Suns jersey, they're actually valid today because he will be wearing a Suns jersey after a massive trade. Uh, and look, this this team is not fully constructed just yet. Um, you know, when you give up two players, you get one, uh, they get two players back, but uh, I, this, I think there's going to be more shuffling of this roster because yeah, right, right now I, they're really thin without Kevin Durant. Durant. You got no Devin Booker tonight. Of course, Johnson right. and Bridges gone from the forward positions. Uh, I'm curious to see what the next uh, corresponding move is from from James Jones. Well, yeah, so, so am I. I'm not sure. I mean, what else do you have to give? What else can you trade to acquire? I mean, yeah. I, I know there are pieces, and I know you can try, um, but I, I think this is. Yeah, I do agree with you that on this. I, I look at the starting lineup, and and when you look at the four uh, primary guys, we all know who they would be. You drop Tory Craig in there as sort of a, a grimy, do the dirty work kind of stuff. That's a that's a real formidable starting lineup. Once Kevin Durant is able to play defensively, how is this team going to look? That's going to be the big question to me. I mean, Kevin Durant is a good defensive mm-hmm. player, but when you take a, a player like Mikel Bridges out of that mix, who you know the Suns lauded and with good reason for four plus years, mm-hmm. that's a guy who, who you put on the the, the the best scorer on the other team every night, and you don't have to think about it. It does change. I think more of the onus will fall on DeAndre Ayton defensively to be that communicator yeah. and that yeah. backline guy. Um, but you know, think about the possibilities offensively. You know, when the Phoenix Suns well, made it to the finals against Milwaukee, it was a lot of 
let Devin Booker do his work. Mm-hmm. And he had back-to-back 40-point games in consecutive losses in the finals because when it got grimy, to use your word, mm-hmm. the Suns didn't have a lot to go to. And Mikel right. Bridges wasn't that player then. He's developing into that player. I mean, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, two of the most devastating scorers in the league right oh, yeah. now on one team. Right. And again, this is that this to me is exactly what you need. I think uh, for, for everything we loved about last year's basketball team, the bench, the chemistry, the point five, the ball movement, all that stuff. We, we learn harsh lessons in the playoffs that you need two bona fide elite scorers who you can give the basketball to and they can create their own shot. You don't need to pop them free. You, you might want to screen them free, but you, may, now you, you don't have to. And so the Phoenix Suns have been paying attention. So to me, what they did in acquiring Kevin Durant, they, they checked the biggest box of what you need to get through a playoff gauntlet. Um, now they also have somebody who has actually won an NBA championship on their basketball team. Yes, they do. Don't underestimate what that might mean to the team. There's a lot of people who accuse Kevin Durant of kind of being a passenger in his in his championship years with Golden State. He won championships. He knows what it's like to get to the finish line. He's a tremendously clutch basketball player. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't a passenger in those two playoff runs to championships. No, no. He's a tremendously clutch performer, and, and he, he has proven that. So, uh, so to me, I think this is going to be this raises the expectations. It's the NBA Finals or bust. I'm, I'm not necessarily sure you have to win it for this thing to be stamped a success because I do still think Boston is the pre- premier team in the NBA, but uh, it's the Finals or bust now. Suns odds uh, winning the championship on uh, the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. I just checked it this morning. Third best odds behind mm-hmm. Boston and slightly behind Milwaukee. And yeah. that's without even... So they're best even... in the Western Conference. Yeah. So the odds bear out what I'm saying here. What, what they need to do, they need to get back and give them a shot in the NBA Finals. And man, it is much more... That is much more realistic now than it was yesterday, even despite their stretch of good play. Yes. Yes. Uh, here's uh, Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN on those Suns title chances. For Phoenix... You know, just a chance now to really make a run at a title, especially with Chris Paul. Certainly, at a point in his career where um, you don't know you don't know how much time you have left of, of him playing at perhaps championship level basketball. Former uh, Suns GM Ryan McDonough, now an analyst, uh, loves the trade for Phoenix. I love it from the Phoenix Suns perspective. What a day for Matt Ishbia, the new owner of the Phoenix Suns. He had his introductory press conference on Wednesday morning and late Wednesday night into early hours Thursday morning we have this blockbuster deal for Kevin Durant they gave up a lot of players in picks but Kevin Durant's a generational talent and they kept their best players in Chris Paul Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton so I love this move from the Suns Uh, I was involved with some of the guys coming and going in the deal Uh, so it's bittersweet in a way but certainly this is what the Suns have been building toward and this is an all-in move on a brand new owner yeah it's all in definitely I know some of the critics will say well, now you've got Kevin Durant, who's hurt. Devin Booker's been hurt on a couple of occasions this year. DeAndre Ayton's missed time. Chris Paul's missed time. You can't operate under uh, the fear of getting injured. You can't because if you have to operate on the possibility of everybody being together. If those four are together, this is a team that is competing for a championship. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Yeah. You can't say the same thing about um, the Phoenix Suns as they were constructed. They were playing good basketball. You know, the last game we saw that game in Brooklyn was 
the first time we had seen their starting five together on the floor for any duration of time since November. Mm-hmm. And it kind of seemed like, and I know you felt this way too, mm-hmm. after the Kyrie flirtation, that was the that was the fallback. You know what? Our, our team's healthy again. Let's let's ride this the rest of the way and see what happens. And it might have had great results, but uh, that's what makes this so shocking what? for me. Because again, this is an out of the out of character it's, kind of trade. It's really funny because before the Kevin Durant news broke, I was prepared to spend a lot of time today talking about exactly what you had just mentioned, and that would have been the psychological effects on the group of Chris Paul being exposed. To trade rumors, as in, oh, they were going to move you two, and it created a a bonding back together because keep in mind now for the longest time Chris Paul either called the shots or he signed off on the show he was very much a decision maker here and and there were times when from the outside you wondered does the room think um, Chris Paul has their best interest remember how Chris Paul told DA we're going to get you the bag and then that never happened Mm -hmm. and then DA is looking to be or is is now uh, being part of trade speculation Cam Johnson dealt with it he didn't get his rookie extension uh, Mikkel Bridges dealt with a summer of trade rumors, so everybody now, now it came and got Chris Paul, too. The business of it all came and got Chris Paul, and it it might have created this, okay, you know what? Let's do this. We we got it good here. Let's do this. And that vibe came off of it. I just, after our first segment, I read somebody who said the locker room after that game in Brooklyn was about as happy as it's been in a long, long time. Yeah. And that was going to be my big theme today, that here comes Matt Ishby. And and be where this broken brotherhood that has refound their mojo. And well, instead, we have Kevin Durant. And we it's talked un- freaking yes. believable. And, and Vic, we talked about it yesterday. It seemed like the acceleration of an approval process that normally goes at a glacial pace in, in professional sports. They got this done before the trade deadline, and that seemed very important to Matt Ishbia. It seemed very important to the Phoenix Suns to get it done. Now we know why. Mm-hmm. Now we know why. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes, and I would we did. love to know the chronology of the talks, not necessarily going back to last summer, but in relation to the Kyrie Irving well, trade rumors. Do you know what I think must have happened? You want my guess as to what happened? My guess to what happened was uh, Mikhail Bridges was a non-starter with James Jones, and the new owner said, trade him. Hey, it, it, it makes sense. It definitely holds water. Uh, maybe we'll get more insight on the chronology of this deal from the Brooklyn standpoint. Alex Schiffer covers the Nets for the Athletic. He will join us next to break it down. The big trade. Kevin Durant coming to Phoenix here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Meteor Row. Yeah, we, uh, we're we here under the umbrella of football, but it's all about basketball today at the Valley of the Sun. The Phoenix Suns get Kevin Durant in a massive trade with the Brooklyn Nets. I'm here to talk about it. Uh, from the Brooklyn standpoint, he covers the team for the athletic. Alex Schiffer joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Alex, good morning. How are you? I'm tired, man. I was about to go to bed. I literally uh, had hitting the pillow, and then I hear my phone ringing, and uh, it was my editor, and that's never a good call that, uh, at that kind of hour. But we're, we're, we're pushing through. How are you guys? We're doing I, – I actually – Pushing through is a good way to put it. I woke up to the news. What was that? Like That was after 1 o'clock uh, East Coast time, wasn't it? 
Yes. <laughs> All right, just, uh, you know, I know you wrote about it, your piece. Uh, I got it in front of me here on The Athletic this morning about the end of the era, if you will, in Brooklyn. But um, was this fait accompli from the Brooklyn Nets standpoint once Kyrie Irving was dealt that Kevin Durant would be moved at the deadline, or did this come together rather quickly? I think it's a bit more the latter, you know. There was a lot of mixed signals coming out of um, Kevin Durant's camp, if you want to call it that, when the Kyrie Irving news went down. It was a shock to the entire team. I don't speak for Kevin, but it seems like he did not exactly have a heads up on all this. And uh, and the question became, you know, the, the Nets, if you look at that Mavericks trade they made for Kyrie, I mean, you know, they had pushed to get Josh Green and... Um, and or Jaden Hardy, two of their younger guards mm-hmm. in that deal, but they got, you know, a win now package with Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney Smith. So that uh that seemed to indicate that it was a win now trade and then, you know, a few days later now they're dealing Kevin Durant. So I, I clearly clearly between the time they traded Kyrie and Kevin there was a there was a shift in thinking with all that. Alex, do you think that shift came from the Suns sweetening an offer that, that, you know, maybe going someplace with Mikhail Bridges that they previously did not want to go last summer? What do you think was the impetus? Because as you said, most people seem to think that if KD was going to bounce out, it was going to be after the summer. Yeah, and I, and I was one of them. I, I, think, I think a couple things are, are at play here. You know, the Nets, because of the original James Harden trade, obviously didn't have a lot of draft picks prior to last night. And they, uh, that's why this is going to be, I, I expect a busy morning because I think the Nets probably aren't done trading. Um, you know, this is the year they have a pick swap with Houston, who is, you know, seems headed for the lottery, you know, as a good shot at Victor Wavignana. If they're going to tank, this is the year to still get a lottery pick and not have to swap it with Houston. Um, and I also think that if Kevin Durant didn't want to be here, you know, what, what chance do they have in the playoffs? I mean, I thought after the Kyrie trade, their ceiling was winning. Their their floor was winning a playoff series. Their ceiling was maybe finding a way to break through the conference finals, but I didn't really believe it. So I, I think, you know, when the expectations of championship are bust and bringing him back wasn't going to do anything, you know, it, it was time to press the reset button. Alex Schiffer covers the Nets for The Athletic. He joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. The feeling in Brooklyn now, and you wrote about it, the, the, the era being over, that era of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, who's been gone for quite some time, but they played 16 games together when it was all said and done. Do you get the feeling uh, a, a more of relief uh, in Brooklyn that it's over or more anger at how miserably it failed? Definitely the latter. You know, there was a lot of belief. It, that when this team was first assembled, it was not going to go the way it did with the Darren Williams, Brooke Lopez, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett super team. And the parallels to me are quite, as I outlined in the story, are, are kind of crazy. You know, then they're all kind of hitting me in the moment. I mean, Paul Pierce said goodbye after one year, just like James Harden did. Uh-huh. Uh, Kevin Garnett said goodbye. Uh, a year after Paul Pearson went uh, to Minnesota, just kind of like uh, uh, James Harden went to a familiar place with Philly having Daryl Morey and some Houston people there. I, and, you know, you look at they they kept raising season ticket prices even after Kyrie was a part-time player. The organization's bleeding money. Um, you know, it's funny. I thought they were doing pretty well drawing fans up until um, 
You know, you know, the past few games that Kevin had been hurt. I'm really curious to see what the turnout is now between uh, tonight against the Bulls and, and the Sixers on Saturday. There might be more Sixers fans than Nets fans in there on Saturday. <laughs> Alex, uh, give us a 360-degree view of Kevin Durant in Phoenix. Um, obviously, there's a ton of good. Are there downsides to ke- the Kevin Durant experience? It's a good question. No, I, I had nothing but good dealings with Kevin. Um, you know, I mean, he's he's uh, sprained his MCL twice in as many years now. So I, I do think that, you know, you have to kind of prepare for life with him being hurt at some point in the season just based on recent history. But, I mean, he, he was an MVP candidate, in my opinion, before he got hurt. Um, and he... Uh, you know, he's got three years left on his deal. I, I know he wants to play for a contender, talking to people that had talked to him around the past few days since the Kyrie trade. The Suns have Devin Booker. Chris Paul's obviously getting a little bit older. You know, DeAndre Ayton, uh, who was involved in the deal. Um, they have, you know, losing McHale's obviously, you know, you're losing one of the best defenders and two-way players in the league. But him and Devin Booker should be an nasty combination. And, and my expectation is it's a Nets-Suns final, and that's uh, – Celtics Suns final, uh, two teams built around trades with the Nets. <laughs> Ouch. Alex Schiffer from The Athletic, our guest. I'm curious, you know, uh, Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson have a ton of fans here in Phoenix, and a lot of them are sad to see them go. But they're joining a Brooklyn team that's, you know, they're fifth in the East right now, despite all of the, the trauma that they've undergone. And, and now with all these new players and this emergence of Cam Thomas, I mean, what, what do you project for the Nets the rest of the season? It's a good question, you know. It's so tough to to say right now because, you know, they have a ton of wings. I I feel like there's going to be some trades coming in the coming hours to, to, you know, uh, smooth out the roster a little bit and and see where this can go. I mean, Cam Thomas is still scoring. Nick Clax is another great two-way player, you know, leading the NBA in block shots per game and and field goal percentage. I have a hard time believing, you know, I mentioned that comment about them getting all the way down to the lottery, but – you know, with, with 30 games left in change I, and, and still having some, some quality pieces, I feel like it's going to be tough to see them have full, a full slide. So I wouldn't stun me if they still are in the plane in some capacity. If they can just avoid it, it'd be interesting mm-hmm. and, and sneak in the lottery. But um, I, I feel like the, the expectation now is, is sliding out of the top six and somewhere into a, a play-in kind of deal maybe they make it to the first round and get and get swept or something like that but uh but yeah i i I think in a perfect world from a draft capital standpoint you're going all the way to the lottery as best you can i'm not saying oh and 30s ideal but you know it's tough to see them winning a lot but it's also hard to predict until they make some more deals so i i think they'd be in the plane just based on kind of hedging it a bit come on we got cam thomas man the the, the renaissance is on alex (laughs) he's good for 40 a night alex yeah thank you so much for joining us good night Uh, alex yeah sleep tight the deadline's coming (laughs) grab a couple of z's now and enjoy the sleep when it finally comes Alex. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you. you. Alex Schiffer covers the Nets for The Athletic. He joined us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Uh, Meteoric uh, news today. The uh, Phoenix Suns getting Kevin Durant in a trade. We want to get the reaction from you. We'll open up the phone lines this morning. 602-260-9870 is the phone number. 
whether you agree or disagree with this trade, we want to hear what you've got to say about it. Again, 602-260-9870. Spickley and Murata mornings live from Media Row Super Bowl 57. Our Media Row coverage is brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings with Canvas Annuity. Back after this on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.